Hello and welcome back to the Foxy Property Chat Podcast. My name is Cody. Uh, usually we sit down with Jake and Phoebe at the warehouse and we have Q&A. We go through a bit of under and overrated. Now this episode, we've just been very busy at Foxy to put it bluntly, some staff away on leave, which means Jake and Phoebe have been needed out and about. So instead of sitting down at the table at the warehouse, I was out and about. I got to ask Phoebe and Jake some questions. So what I'm gonna do is just play them for you here. If you're listening just to the audio version only, um, there is a video version of this podcast. You can find it on Spotify and we'll put it up on YouTube as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you in the next episode. Okay, this is from Geelong Home Staging. Hello, I'm a small stylist working in Victoria. I admire your work, thoroughly enjoy your posts. I am about to build a large shed on my property and was wondering if you had any recommendations that need to happen as a must in your warehouse. Just to give you a bit of context, I have a 10 meter by 18 meter. Um, so four meter by 4.5 meter bays, a small mezzanine floor, and wanted to pick your brain as to shelving and mattresses, ETC. Any, um, anything come All right, to mind? so there's a lot of Jake questions in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, my experience coming from our old warehouse to our new warehouse is I would do absolutely everything I could do uh, to avoid needing to use that mezzanine level. Um, we would go through, we have all of our accessories and everything up in that upstairs level um, of our mezzanine. Our candles would melt. So if the candles were melting, you can imagine how hot it was in the middle of summer for us to be able to do selections and everything like that. It just was unbearable up there. Um, warehouses aren't made for us, uh, for comfort really, unless uh, the one we're in now is now air conditioned. Um, so that would be what I would be leaning towards. We have all of just the standard racking shelving that we got from Bunnings full of our accessories. That works really, really well. Um, throw rugs, everything like that, we've got in our cube cases to keep them all sorted and spread out. Um, but the accessories, we bucket them, put them in clear buckets so we can see and everything's labelled. So it's just good labelling. Um, when you get out to the other main area of the warehouse, um, I... I honestly think it's down to how your space functions. So we obviously have three trucks. We don't want one of those trucks to have to carry the bulk of all the heavy stuff across the whole length of the warehouse. So we've had to divide everything out so that we don't have two-man stuff across Super 1 far end um, to have to truck to M3. So um, it's just the, you have to think about how your warehouse is going to function as to how you're going to lay out those pieces. Um, the, for us, we've got our bedside tables really quick and accessible. We've got our, all of the rugs right next to the um, where the trucks will get loaded. So are the bed bays, but the mattresses are a long way. They take up a lot of space. They actually stack a whole lot better if you've got a nice big wall for them to lean up against, um, which it sounds like you do. But we don't. I don't have any secrets, unfortunately, to share with you. Jake might, but I don't have secrets when it comes to warehousing. I think that's actually pretty similar size to our first warehouse, I'm guessing. 10 by 18 with a mezzanine. Um, so what we did, we obviously, you need some space for things that don't need shelving. Um, so for us, that was sofas. Um, we used carpet, which we've got here. For some of the dining tables, we thought it was better just to have space as opposed to shelving. Um, but right from the start, we got some shelving for just a little bit of height. So we never went the forklift um, route, but uh, it depends on the warehouse. Uh, so for us, it was getting this sort of smaller shelving, just big enough to get you know, a set of six dining chairs and a few different shelving kind of levels. Um, we, met, we, we split, you know, things like mezzanine, you gotta consider what are you willing to take upstairs and downstairs all the time. Uh, we just went straight for cushions, accessories. It was kind of the stylus area. Um, whereas I know I've heard some people say they take 
the bigger things up because it gives you more space on the floor. So things like sofas, I wouldn't want to be taking sofas up and down stairs every time. Uh, so yeah, get the shelving that works. Don't get too much because obviously you need to, to grow and make sure you've got room and uh, yeah. How do you quote up private styling request? That is, a client just wants their living room styled and wants to keep the furniture too. Do you charge an hourly rate? If so, what is the rate? We don't offer that as a service. So we're very much niched <coughs> our service into styling um, for, sell, for sale. <coughs> so if somebody wants an interior design quote, so they want styling to stay, we don't uh, offer that. We don't have the qualifications for that. Um, I also don't have the time to give that. So uh, we will refer that work on to other interior designers in Brisbane. Um, so I don't have an answer for you, sorry. Question came from Perth Stage to Sell. I'm currently torn between purchasing a truck and investing in more furniture. I started in March and currently can stage about nine to 10 houses at a time. I own all my inventory and just took out a one year lease on a small warehouse. I feel the truck would give me far greater flexibility and reduce my cost, but obviously the furniture increases the output. Mm -hmm. uh, any advice greatly appreciated on which way to go, and of course, tips on buying a truck. Yeah, that's a question that you could substitute a few different things in and say, I'm considering this versus this when it comes to money. Um, the, the truck for us, I think we've spoken about it before, the, the decision to bring a truck in-house and the team in-house was kind of forced upon us, um, but looking back we're glad that it happened because we probably would have delayed and that really was a game changer for us in terms of what we could offer um, what we could do that our competitors couldn't the flexibility the you know you take more care with your own stock all of those things um, so I would say when you're considering one versus well actually another point to make is that you could probably do both um, obviously you need to be able to get the furniture to do the, the work that you're saying yes to a truck you can finance um, obviously that's a decision that every person has to make themselves and every business has to look at what they can afford to kind of take on from that side of things but for us the at least the second and the, the third truck we we bought entirely on finance we paid a small deposit um, but otherwise we're, we're now just making monthly payments so in terms of you know if you've got cash in the bank and you're trying to decide what do I do with it you don't have to put that all in a truck and then you can't use it for something else. If, if you're trying to weigh up the two and you can see the benefits of both, it is an option to, to finance the truck um, and then go to you know furniture to, to spend the rest. Ready, set, show, Rogue Valley asks, pay upon completion, the uh, option. I would like to consider this for our business sales, wondering how to protect ourselves from risk. Um, I think that's a tricky one because if you don't get payment up front, it's going to be very hard to cover yourself from that risk, but it might be a risk that you're willing to take. So for us, <clears throat> that's exactly our thought process with it. So the amount of work that we actually get on board by carrying that risk uh, outweighs the risk itself. So um, <clears throat> in the few years that we've had it on offer, we've only really had one property that didn't sell and hasn't paid. So um, we've, I don't even know how many we've had go through now with that payment scheme. So um, there are third parties that help to uh, negate that risk. There are vendor paid advertising options that go through the real estate agents, which you could also um, look into. But um, I don't think you can offer a pay later option without uh, having an inherent risk with it. So it's something you've got to be comfortable with. Uh, from Style and Grace ID. Okay. Um, I think I'm ready to purchase my first truck. My worry is employing reliable removalists. Mm -hmm. What's your suggestion? Right now is a difficult time to hire anybody. Um, we've found it difficult to find new people for our logistics teams. Um, it's probably, you know, you really need that one or two really good people. Um, somebody who has experience, who knows how to handle furniture, how to load a truck carefully, um, while also getting a lot on the truck, so um, you can get more done. Um, 
in terms of you know where to look for people, I've tried a few different areas. I've had success with all of them at different times, and then they don't work the next time. So, you know, the online job portals seek, and indeed we've hired people from them. Um, right now we're going through that process again, and I'm not really getting the candidates that I'm, I'm willing to bring in. Um, we've also gone through word of mouth. You know, we uh, it's probably a general comment for us at Foxy anyway is that we take a referral from somebody who we work who works here and that we know and trust. If they recommend somebody else and put their name to that person, then uh, we're willing to give them a chance. So um, at least two, if not three, of the people in our logistics teams have come from knowing somebody else that already works here. So that's one other option. And then the third one, which we've tried and had, like I said, we had a little success. We haven't recently, but we. Yeah, I'm a big football fan, soccer fan. The first couple of people that came in were through people we knew through the, the sport as well. So I actually reached out to the football community and um, looked for people that way. Um, and I know we've had, you know, uh, Russ is, is one of those people. John came through that as well. We've had another person who's um, since um, moved on, gone overseas, but he was great for a while and came through the football community as well. So it's, you know, it's trying the different multiple options and, and giving people a chance. And if it doesn't work out, they don't have the right attitude, um, you can you can move them on. Um, the last thing I'll probably say on that as well is we've, you know, Russ came on and he had a lot of experience. Uh, I'd been doing it for a while and I learned from Steve before before Russ, um, and he'd been doing it for a long time. So between us, we both had a fair bit of experience at that point. Almost everybody we've brought on after that started at pretty much zero. So as long as they got, you know, they're smart, they're willing to work hard, they got the right attitude, you can bring people up quite quickly. Um, if they come on and they don't have that work ethic and the right attitude and the care for doing a good job and looking after things, then that's where the issues come in. Um, so you don't necessarily have to have somebody that's got the experience, but like I said um, at the start, having that one, at least one person, if not two, that have that experience and know what they're doing, I think that's a good starting point. Haven 5 Home Staging, what real estate slash staging slash business conferences do you recommend maybe a top two for next year? All right, so I went to, I've been to ARIC the last couple of times. I'm definitely gonna go to ARIC again. I didn't like this year as much as the year before. Um, so hopefully the next year is going to be just as good. I really enjoyed that one. Um, Elite Retreat was also another one I went to. It was the very it was the inaugural year last year. I'm hoping that they definitely host one next year. Um, from what I understand, it might actually even be international. So I loved it. It was less about real estate, more about leadership, and that's why I very much enjoyed uh, going to that one. So um, networking opportunities, plus just listening to speakers that you wouldn't op normally have the opportunity to. So um, I will be there.